and welcome to the Genius Alchemist podcast. I'm your host, Sarah McBride, and in today's episode, I'm going to be covering a topic that I've been asked to elaborate on um, by a few clients, friends, and people that listen to my podcast around wealth with Graham Waterfield. So I've decided to elaborate on this topic a little bit more. So when we look at the connection between abundance and aligning with your divine will, should we say, or soul's purpose, whatever, whatever which way you want to look at it for yourself, but it's about the abundance and how abundance is our birthright, ultimately, but also how it transcends the material wealth and it can even move into depths of joy, love, meaningful connections. So it's abundance is not necessarily tied particularly to money and financial wealth, but we will be exploring that today as well. So I'll be talking about the programming we inherit, often steering us towards scarcity and limiting beliefs. And knowing the difference that our true essence which is that that's guided by the soul or our higher self, is expansive, it's limitless. Whereas the lower self, the ego, is driven by the need for safety. And it can subtly influence us to resist wealth or even associate it with negative connotations. And also that comes right the way down our ancestral lineage. So depending on your parents and their parents, and the upbringing that they've had, so their views and what they perceive, and then how they pass that down to you. So we'll look into that, but it's also, what I also want to discuss is how it's crucial to distinguish abundance from simply an accumulation of wealth to abundance which encompasses the richness that's found in joy, love, family, the experiences, all of those things that transcend the material world. And as we embark on this journey to attract and accumulate more wealth, it's about how we align with our path on our purpose in accordance with God's will. So give you an example, are we making a positive impact on the planet with our wealth? Or are we simply contributing to greed and conflict that's already in existence? So, for example, it's important to understand or even explore the the deeper meaning behind our motivations for wealth accumulation. So, asking yourself the questions, am I aligned with a, a path? or a purpose is it my soul's destiny because knowing that there is something beyond self the ego the lower self means that we can step into our full power and it's actually key to stepping into our full power because it's key to owning all aspects of who we are so by doing this it ensures that our pursuit of abundance is in harmony with god's divine plan so our path, our purpose, our soul's destiny is higher than us. It's something beyond what we can conceive. So 
the lower self, which is driven by fear or scarcity, unless there's a certain amount of inner work to overcome this and overcome the programs. So contrary to certain beliefs, poverty isn't inherently righteous. Although I have met more poor people that think it's more righteous to be poor than rich people that think it's righteous to be rich. And such notions as these are ingrained often through religion, spiritual teachings and disciplines, which encourage others to detach from wealth. So relinquishing any material possessions, any bondages or any bindings to anything of the material world, because they perceive it as more righteous but also inadvertently relinquishing your personal power in the process. And by doing that, you're actually leaving it in the hands of those that may not use it for positive purposes or moving into the dark arts, should we say. So particular dark acts upon the world, war, greed, because it's very clear that money and power go hand in hand. Money is attracted to power. So the more you are in your personal power, the more wealth that you will accumulate. And we can see this by how the richest people in the world are the most powerful. But it's looking at the level of personal personal power that you have and how you've accumulated that. Because a lot of people can steal other people's power so as we discussed in the last podcast are you giving your power away people can steal your power and you can give it away inadvertently and because of this that leaves us that little bit more out of power and subsequently moving towards more poverty and the irony is once you're once you've given your power away and you, you, you don't see the opportunities, you don't see the abundance that's around you either. So then that can keep people trapped in this program, this matrix of unable to move out into a state of power, unable to even attract a certain level of abundance to be able to survive. So we have to look at the power play that goes hand in hand and then we have to look at how are we accumulating wealth and how are we accumulating power. We can accumulate power simply by asking ourselves where we give our power away in life. What people? Who do we avoid? What situations are we avoiding? What, what parts of ourselves are we avoiding? Is that health? Is it relationship? things that we know aren't in alignment with our highest and best self, but we stay in them. That's that's keeping ourselves in a disempowered state. So by looking at how we can bring our power back to self, we can then become more abundant. Whereas right now, it's, it's very evident that there's a... There's a power play going on on the planet and it's not necessarily a good one. 
and there's definitely dark forces and although we live in a, a dualistic reality and we have to have polarity of the light and the dark we can also see that what's going on right now on the planet is driven by more of people's shadows and those that are making decisions which are having impact on other people's lives and taking other people's lives and stealing resources from other people those people may not necessarily and, and will not have got their power from being in an empowered state they will have accumulated and stole other people's power so they disempower others for them to feel more powerful and then from that they will accumulate more wealth and then they use wealth more negatively so this podcast is almost a call to action for those that think it's righteous to give up everything that you own to live in poverty to keep to keep yourself trapped in that scarcity matrix because you might be doing the inner work and thinking that this this is going to save the planet but actually it needs people to be accumulating wealth that can make a positive impact on the planet and that's why personally I only choose to work with people with integrity and I, I need to understand their motives behind their desire for wealth and only from that space then I can help them accumulate wealth on that level and shift out of that mindset because in the wrong hands power can be devastating and create destruction on the planet so it's important to one be in alignment with God's will because it could be that your soul's purpose is to experience abundance not by financial wealth but by connection creating joy love and what you do for others and this is why I have a bit of a problem with people that say wealth is everyone's birthright but monetary wealth because what's it's subjective anyway what's monetary wealth to one person may not be monetary wealth to the next person because there might be people in third world countries that perceive someone in a working class western country as wealthy and that person in the working class wealthy uh, western country believes that they are in in poverty in comparison so it's, it's all relative to your situation and it's contextual so we have to look at more around around abundance and how we create that in our lives and then from that space how much power personal power can we take back and then from that space of taking back our personal power it's about from that space what's our soul's purpose what are we here to do how many people are we here to directly impact and influence on the planet and how do we do that and knowing that we can do that to the masses and it's not wrong and we can accumulate great financial wealth and it not be wrong and that 
by keeping ourselves in a loop of poverty. And also because if we think about all the spiritual disciplines that suggest we should give up riches and we should give up material wealth and you know there's been there's been even documentaries about how we should live minimalistic and what it should look like and the attachments to it and it's really pushed in spiritual teachings if we look at that and then think about ourselves in terms of how much wealth we personally feel that we want to acquire in this life we have to look at those subconscious programs that suggest if you accumulate this wealth then you're not a good person if you accumulate this wealth then you must be doing bad work and not good work because even things like you know there's there's teachings in the bible that it's easier for a camel to get through the eye of a needle than a rich man to get into the kingdom of heaven so basically damnation if you accumulate wealth now we can be conscious but if these programs are permeated right the way down through our lineage and whether you're spiritual and you're not religious Christianity is huge so we have to look at our ancestors and what they believed in and it literally gets encoded in our DNA it's not something that we just pick up on through childhood and even though in our childhood stages especially between the ages 0 to 7 we're in that theta brainwave state and we're in a hypnotic state where we're open to suggestion and we become carbon copies of our parents and we mimic what their beliefs are they're usually just operating on their parents beliefs and their parents and their their parents and so on but it it takes one person to to break that pattern by becoming more conscious to what's going on so it can literally be held in the dna and even modern research in epigenetics proves that that you know these behaviors can be passed down and then those behaviors can switch something on that then says okay i'm going to act in this way accordance with how my parents and how my lineage acted my ancestors so what i believe to be true is that we all have soul groups and we all have a monad a soul monad and within our soul group our soul monad we all are of a similar frequency and vibration and we're all working to get to the next level that means that irrespective of what's acted out in this lifetime by your siblings and your parents inherently on a soul level you're all at a, a, a specific type of a level of advancement which means that if you're here to do good work if you're spiritual if you are and when i say spiritual we are, we're all spiritual because we have a spirit that lives in a body so obviously we're spiritual but if you act in accordance with spiritual disciplines then your parents your siblings your ancestors they will have had that same view on some level even if they're not aware of it in this lifetime so then 
in past lives you could have been that person that gave up all of those riches and renounced all of those riches and wealth because we were forced to do that many years ago in spiritual disciplines your ancestors could have so them oats and vars that gets tied into your bloodline and that gets passed down so unconsciously you're operating from that space and you think it's you you think it's the divine will you think that it's god's will you think it's your soul's purpose but actually it's your ego that programmable self the brain that's programmable because the spirit isn't so we have to look at what we're giving away to others in terms of our power we have to weigh that up with the stories that we tell ourselves because those stories are usually passed down stories and they're not ours so again that's giving up your power when we're allowed to be programmed by someone else we're giving over our power so these are all traps these are all traps that keep you from thinking that you can accumulate abundance or financial wealth because as I talk about wealth we can apply the same principles to abundance people believing that they shouldn't be happy shouldn't be joyful people having unconscious beliefs that they need to work really really hard to accumulate any kinds of wealth or to just be loved and accepted by others again that can be a program that's passed down through the lineage so what we really need to be looking at is are you indoctrinated and do you know you're indoctrinated and many people that I work with to break them free of this trap of poverty mindset there's some deep unconscious beliefs if I get to accumulate an arbitrary number of one million pounds then that means I must have to do bad things to get that and they're the kinds of beliefs that people have money money is bad I had someone on a course a few years ago who told me categorically that money is evil and it's the root of all evil again another spiritual saying I asked him why his mate was killed because of money and I'm like that's greed that's greed is the root of evil that's that's got nothing to do with money money is just a an, an energy a, a universal energy and as we align more with that energy we know that we're aligning more with a, a, a higher purpose we're coming from that place but if we're aligning for, with that energy through disempowering others then we know that that's not in alignment with God's will and that's not our true soul's purpose so we have to look at the difference through our higher self and our lower nature and what that looks like and even if we sabotage ourselves that's another an issue what people do sabotage themselves a lot because on some level you don't feel worthy you don't feel worthy of having that money 
because they associate money with something that's more worthy beyond themselves. But that's it. The money power influence right now is in is in the hands of people that it shouldn't be. So one of my personal missions is to make sure that wealth gets in the hands of those people that have got integrity and those people that are doing positive things in the world and on a positive mission because to me that's aligned with God's will. So thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to the Genius Alchemist podcast. If this episode has ignited your curiosity or inspired you in some way, then I encourage you to subscribe and share with friends. For those that want to stay in the loop and be the first to know about future episodes, special offers and free resources, make sure to check out the link in the show notes. By joining my mailing list or reaching out through that link, you'll have exclusive access to all the latest updates and ways that you can connect with me. I look forward to sharing more inspiring stories with you all in future episodes.